Blog Talk Radio. The Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com, starring world-famous animal communicator Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey, everyone. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. Your animal's photo and question in the comment section of today's post. So that way we can see it while we talk to you on the air. Call at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Chat room is open. I'm your producer and co-host, Hi, Kusuhara. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. How's Makia doing? Uh, She's doing all right. Yeah? She, um, yeah, so she, did I even tell everybody that she had, she got diagnosed with a tumor on her spleen. She was bleeding internally. Yeah, and, Mm. um... She was also having seizures. The seizures have stopped. She's having like a little bit of shakes and twitches at night, but the seizures have stopped. And now she's on these herbs to stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. And she's doing okay. I'm feeling really guilty, actually, because I took her off that insulin. Mm-hmm. So I feel a little bit guilty that I did that because she was doing so well, I should have probably just kept her on because we thought she had cured herself of diabetes. Okay, so after the insulin is when all this started? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, that after, like, the insulin, all this started, and then I, like, I I realized that I had to put her back on the insulin, and Mm -hmm. and she she sort of has the, she's much more positive than I am, and she thinks that, that, um, that this happened so that we could find the tumor on her spleen. Oh. That I took her, that she started to have the seizures, and then I took her so that to get the ultrasound, because otherwise we would never would have known she had the tumor. So, yeah, does she want to chime in about that? Completely unrelated. Nikia, mm. honey, you want to chime in? I just want to say I'm not dying. <laughs> yes. Think about dying every day. My mom convinces me I'll be larger than life. And I just don't want to leave yet. Because I kind of like it here. She's, like, really spiritual. It's funny that she says my mom convinces me because she's the one who's always, like, meditating. She, like, Mm -hmm. remotely views. She's, like, always traveling places in her mind. Yeah, did I ever tell you I had a a dream with her in it? No. I'll have to tell you about it later. (laughs) Because <laughs> I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I have it in my dream journal, so I'll have to like get the oh, dream yeah, journal yeah. at some point. Definitely want to hear that. I definitely yeah. want to hear that. Like one time, mm. I I might have 
told this story before I went to a Dalai Lama teaching. Did I tell you this? Makia meditates all the time. Like she's like, like she'll stare at the wall and just meditate. And she's always been like that. She's 19 now. And she's been like that ever since she was little. And, um, so I went to this Dalai Lama teaching and one of his monks was doing another teaching. And so we went and, and Nakia said that she wanted to go, that she was going to go to the teaching with me, but we were in like Chicago and she was in, you know, in California. So mm-hmm. um, I told her just to like project herself, you know, or like to, you know, to go. And so like, I can feel her like in the room with me. Like she's like, you know, like, like kind of listening and, you know, and I think it's just like telepathic. And then mm-hmm. the monk is like explaining something and he's like, imagine that there is a white cat in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. That's I know. so like, funny. And, you know, and he could probably pick that stuff up too, you know, that he could probably like actually know that she was there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, uh, well, we know you're not dying, Makia, and we'll just be, you know, sending you positive thoughts and healthy affirmations. Yeah. Won't we, everyone? Positive, yeah, and to all of you who've called in before and have spoken to Kendra and Deanna on the phone lines, Kendra's cat Snoopy is dealing with some tumor uh, in his body, too, right now. Send some extra love to Snoopy as well. Oh, Snoopy. I will do I that. I was listening to, um, to oh, my gosh, why am I forgetting her name right now? Don't forget her name. Um, Sonia Fitzpatrick. And uh-huh. for all of you who might know her, she's also a pet psychic, and she has a t- uh, show on um, Sirius, on stars. And she does this thing now where she puts everybody in, like, a healing cir- like a healing. She was like, I'll just put them in my healing circle. <laughs> she like, she feels you call in. And I just love that idea. And I don't really want to copy her, but I kind of do. You know? Yeah. Like, 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 and she says that she does it with Edgar Casey. I'm like, how cool is that? Her and Edgar Casey are, like, hooking up on the other side and, like, doing a healing circle. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Yeah. You know, our own version of it. What do we call it? I change it around like a healing pyramid. <laughs> like a healing <laughs> ray of light. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to she'll come up with our own. Yeah, she'll be listening to our show. And she's like, she stole that from me. <laughs> well, hey, in the, in the chat room, uh, Rachel says, call it a healing bubble. So, you know, we could... If you have any ideas, you know, throw them out there. Uh, All right. So we're going to go take some calls now. And a note to our audience, we do take as many calls as we can every show, but just please be patient with us. If you don't uh, get on the air, just keep trying. You can also submit your question in the chat room, and that's open. So sometimes we pick, you know, random questions from the chat room or emails and things like that. So, all right. um, Get ready. I'm going to shout out the last four digits of your phone number, and when that happens, just uh, tell us your name, your animal's name. Describe your animal. So are they uh, deceased? Are they alive? Are, you know, what species, gender, name, age? And then your question, whatever you want to ask. And we try to stick to one question or one theme only because we have so many calls and we want to get everyone on the air. So 
So here we go. Uh, and, six, and also let what? me know if they're on Facebook. Do that first. Oh, yeah. So I, if they're on Facebook, let me know right away so I can start looking for them. Yeah, if they're on Facebook, they don't have to be, but if they can be, put them on Facebook, and that way we can just look at it and know who they are. Here we go, 6001, you are on the air. What is your name? Who is your animal, et cetera, et cetera. Go ahead. You're on, 6001. Everyone's like, what's my phone number? <laughs> okay, they're not answering quick enough. Moving on, 9152. 9152, you are on the air. And go ahead with your name and animal. Hi, honey, this is Sharon. And um, my animal is the most pressing one, Laura, is Beauty. She's a rescue, about six months old, black, mostly black, um, German Shepherd Cross. And... um, she won't eat unless it's something I'm eating because people have been breaking in the house and they tried to oh, get food. I got your your email too. You were saying so yes, you were saying somebody's yes. been, so so you said somebody's been breaking into the house and right. do you do you have an idea of like who it is? Is it like a it's neighbors, you know, and um, they are screwing with her, you know, a lot, you know, cut off her um, harness and cut up her toys. And um, like I said, they tried to poison her food. And, um, you know, the first time they broke in with her there, when she was, you know, I got her at about three months, um, I heard her barking and then a yelp. But she was downstairs, and I was upstairs, and I couldn't, you know, by the time I got here. Now she sleeps with me, but, you know, she they've got her to where um, she doesn't bark at them. Whoa. They were stealing my treats and her toys and throwing balls in the in the house when they were breaking oh in, you God. know. So, oh, my God, you need, like, a nanny cam so that you can get them and, and arrest them for trespassing. Well, yeah, except they watch me in the house already, and they'd know where I put it. <laughs> so I kind of need to see, Laura, honey, if you can to her about this. Okay. Okay, and remind me her name again. Beauty. She's, she's Beauty, and she's a German Shepherd cross. Cross, yeah. So they she, told looks, me she looks like a black German, German Shepherd. Shep- yeah. They told me German Shepherd Lab, but I'm kind of, she's so smart that I'm wondering, she has a little white spot on her chest. I'm wondering if she isn't border collie crossed with the German Shepherd because she's about the size of a a German Shepherd or a border collie right now. Okay, let's get Beauty and see what she has to say. Hold on. Beauty. I want to tell my mom I'm okay. I'm not scared. We need to settle this in a nice way. When they come here, they're not mean-spirited. They're laughing. Oh, right. Well, no, that's, she's, she's wrong. 
You know, she thinks they're nice. I mean, I see her barking over and wagging her tail. They try to distract her when I have her outside. But she's so sweet. What do you... She says, this is important. We've got to do something. She says, you have to make the floors really slippery so they fall when they come in. <laughs> that would be the funniest thing. I wonder, though, if that's something they're thinking of doing, making the floors slippery. Well, I have some stuff down on the floor and, you know, got their footprints all over it, bicycle prints. They must have, they brought my grandson's bike in from the garage oh. to get in. Oh, so that's what she's talking about is what you have to do. That's what she's talking about. Oh, interesting. She didn't pick that up. Oh, yeah, she sniffs them. She's, you know, just yesterday when we came, and I had the cat with me. Now, the cat, they brought a dog in. A smaller dog. Cat, I heard it. So barking. how do you do this when you lock your place? Like I don't understand how they're oh, getting yeah. in. Oh yeah, they get my keys. I've got padlocks and everything. They changed all the locks on my house. They broke, you know, all my locks. So I've got padlocks, but then they get the keys. Oh my gosh! So and they're um, doing stuff to make it look like her, and I know it's not her. And mm-hmm. um, but the other day. Um, I had the cat and the dog both in the room with me, and um, when I let her out, she started barking right away downstairs, but I didn't find him. Okay, let me see what she has to say. Hold on. Let's see if she has any advice for you. She says, Mom, what I what we have to do is create a distance. If you really don't like them, you really have to be out of their radar. Can she describe them or the dog that was in here? She says the guy has a funny mouth. He holds his tongue to the side all the time. Do you know what that would be? Do you smoke cigarettes, maybe? I don't know. He has a funny, weird mouth. And his eyes are slanted. And he wears a hat that's on funny. Do you know who she's talking about? I have a suspicion of one of them who's mentally disabled, but there's several. Mm. Sounds like you should move. Like she said, yeah. you should get a distance. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't have anywhere to go. I was a very sick mom too. Oh. And no income to move, so. Oh. Maybe well, you need a nanny panic. Yeah, yeah, this definitely sounds like, you know, you need to definitely call the police and get 
you know, get them involved in this and, you know. They they well, are. They are involved. Oh, and good. they are a part of this. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that change the locks. Well, that's, oh. that's good. At least you've already gotten that, that going. No, I mean, no, no. What can no, no, honey. They are against me. They are supporting oh. these people. They're a part of breaking in. They're breaking in as well. Oh, okay. Uh, well, what can we, what, let's ask the animals what we can say to try and, you know, kind of get a I want her good... to bark at them and tell mm-hmm. them no. And then also, she's got to eat what I give okay. her. Okay. Let's work on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what your Did you hear what your mom said? That you have to bark at them when they come in, and you got to eat what your mom gives you. She says she likes to eat chicken. Mhm. I really, really like to eat chicken, and I like other things that come out of human pots. I think that's the best stuff to eat. Aww. All right. Well, maybe right. we can well, keep us posted. Yeah, that sounds like a really crazy situation. And, you know, we wish them the best because that sounds really scary for the animals. Okay. We are going to the next call, which is 0266. Who is your animal? Who are you? Describe, uh, you know, what they look like. So go ahead. Hi. Uh, I'm calling about Diego, my standard poodle. And uh, I put him on Facebook uh, picture. Laura's talked to him before. He started doing something weird that he wasn't doing before, which is if we forget to flush the toilet, he'll go into the bathroom and take out the wet toilet paper (gasps) from the bowl and then sort of like strewn it around the room <laughs> and so then there's toilet water everywhere and bits of toilet paper everywhere and I don't know why he's doing it and obviously I can get better about like making sure I flush and close the toilet and all that but I wanted to ask him what the deal was. Oh my gosh that is hysterical. <laughs> that is definitely a first. Definitely a first. Diego what are you doing, my old friend? Why are you going into the toilet? That's so gross. You got to know that that's gross, honey. What are you thinking when you're doing that? I said, I kind of think it's a fun way to get my mom's attention. <laughs> right. She's like, wow, can you believe this? And she, and she thinks I'm really smart. I think your mom thought you were smart before, buddy. I don't think you need to do that. Why are you attracted to it? Does it smell different or something? No, I just discovered it. Well, I think it's kind of a dumb thing to do. (laughs) So you have to tell him that. It's so interesting the way it feels in his mouth. Hey, mom thinks it's kind of like a dumb thing to do because, you know, it's kind of, it's urine. It's not good to put in your mouth. It's not smart, honey. What is there, what's so interesting about it is like, I wonder if there's like a certain smell that's like attracted him there in the first place. Right. But I want to ask you if your diet is okay. Like, like, have you changed your diet or like, are you? No, I haven't. 
I mean, I could, like, if next time it happens, I could try to keep track of, like, okay, what did we eat, like, that day or something, but... So it's Solson, um, so it's, like, everyone in the house, it's not just, like, he's, like, taking out yours. No. No, but it's, it's, like not, it's not all the time. It's, like, every couple of weeks it'll happen. So interesting. Because, like, what would attract... Does, does he drink out of the toilet normally? No. Yeah, no. see, so it's like something's got to be, like, drawing him there. That's okay. why I wonder if it does have something to do with, like, what you're eating or, like, maybe you're eating something that's not good for you and it's, like, an, a sort of an unconscious way for him to tell you, like, hey, right. this isn't good. Because, like, how interesting. Because he has a bunch of toys and he has, like, other things, you know, he can play with his mouth with. Yeah. You know. So what do you think? That, that Diego, so we want to try and leave that alone, okay? And I, I don't quite understand why you're being drawn to the toilet, especially if you didn't drink out of the toilet. I'm really confused about that. Why are you going to the toilet? I need to know this. One day I saw flapping and I was like, what is that? And I just, <laughs> and I just get really curious about it. Honey, it's so gross. Okay, you got to play with something else. Okay, don't ever do that again. All right. You know, remember. someone from uh, the chat room, the from someone from the chat room says that um, they could learn to flush the toilet. Yeah, smart, <laughs> smart. Did you hear that, Diego? Right, you got some fans that are thinking maybe you should flush the toilet. That would be like a better, really smart thing for you to do. So watch to see if you can see how mom flushes the toilet and makes the water go down. That would be better for you to do, and that would be really smart. Okay, we want to try something different because that's super gross. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let us know what happens. Yeah, I'll let you know if he quits. You quit, okay? You quit. Oh, thank you. Thanks for calling. Wow. Those those are one of the times where I'm like, like, listen, you have somebody talking to you from a really far distance, you just quit now. Like, no (laughs) ifs and buts about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bring in in the big guns. Listen, buddy, that's gross. Totally gross. That's terrible. I can't imagine what mom has to do to clean it up. I know. And how hysterical is it that I thought that there was some, like, like, mysterious smart reason, and he's like, I just heard plop. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's funny. So funny. Yeah, so you're so super cute, but so gross. Yeah. All I'm right. Looking at his picture, you guys gotta check out his picture on the on the Facebook page. He's so super cute. He's like this gorgeous, you know, standard poodle, and he's got this like adorable smile. It's just Where like, what? He? What are you talking about? I'm looking. He's like down just a little ways. And he's with his little buddy. He's standing above his buddy. Oh, I must on have mine, to refresh. On mine, he's, on mine, he's the second one down, but I know they're, they're different on every page. Oh, there they are. Yes, I see his buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Look that at makes this. it even he's funnier. I know, doesn't it? I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's really funny. Okay, uh, let's go to our next call. 1533, who are you? Who is your animal? Describe your animal, and what is your question? Go ahead. 
Hi, this is Melissa, and I'm calling about my dog, Banjo. I put a picture of him on the Facebook wall. Oh, yeah, Banjo is very handsome. <laughs> Thank you. We think so, too. Um, he is about nine years old. We, we've we had him um, for most of his life. He was probably one or two, and we adopted him from the Humane Society. Um, but recently, he has developed um, a pretty severe limp in the morning when he first starts out, and we thought maybe it was just arthritic problems. So we've been taking him to the vet. We have him on supplements now, but it still hasn't gotten any better. And being that the vets can't find anything wrong with him, his blood work comes back just fine. Um, I was wondering if Banjo had any insight. Yeah, which leg is it? That's the hard part. It seems to be on his right side, and we're trying to figure out if it's his front leg or his back leg. The way he's throwing his body, the vet can't quite figure that out. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's you, not like he's carrying Right. Have you taken him to a chiropractor? I haven't. I would. Whenever my animals have a limp, that's the first thing I do. So um, do that for sure, but let's hear what he says. But either way, I would take him. Okay. Um, Okay, Banjo, what's going on? You're super cute and handsome, too. (laughs) He says he wants to say something smart first. Oh, okay. He says, my mom and I have been friends for a long time. Aww. And I need to tell her something really important. There's a key inside of her. And she just needs to dig a little bit deeper. And then she's going to find it. And then when she finds it, she's going to be bursting with flowers and rainbows. <laughs> I'm not saying that joking. He says, Mom, just a little bit deeper. Do you know what he's talking about? Are you like, do you feel like you're searching for something? Yeah, you know, I've, I've, um, excuse me, I'm get teary eyed. He's such a sweet little soul. Um, I've been starting like a meditation practice and just trying to figure out, you know, my life's purpose and, Oh my God! How cool is that? It's meditation, and he's saying that there's a key inside, and all like, wow! How cool are you, Banjo? You should be meditating with your mom and doing your body. So, Banjo, honey, tell me about your pain. What's going on when you're limping? He says he has neck and back spasms. My my neck and back just like freeze up. Mom is like, where is it? And I'm like, me too, mom. It changes. Sometimes it's my front shoulder. Sometimes it's my back hip. Wow. And all the way down the spine. It sounds almost like muscular because, like, his whole muscle on his back is sort of, like, hard. Okay. And tail wagging is not as easy as it used to be. Mm. He says he has a feeling about something. Lots of stretches. And definitely chicken like that other caller. And then I'll be fine. 
funny. He was listening to the other caller, and he's like, I like chicken, too. Maybe when I get on, I'll say I like chicken, too. <laughs> he does love chicken. <laughs> so funny. Oh, what a sweet boy. Well, yeah, yeah we definitely, that, yeah. He, did you say he's on an anti-inflammatory? Did you say that? He's on, um, like, a, a glucocosamine kind of supplement. Oh, right. Yeah, I would, like, I would take him to get adjusted and then maybe look into, like, a natural anti-inflammatory because it almost feels like, I don't know, yeah, and massage his back. He says gentle, but sometimes it feels bruised. Okay. We can definitely yeah, do that. Yeah, try that and give us a call back. All right, yeah. well, thank you so much. I really appreciate yeah. you talking Aww, to him. Thank welcome. you. Banjo, oh, my gosh. That was so Ooh, I love sweet. That. I love that key inside of you for the meditation. How cool is that? I know. That was really, really sweet. I, I really started, I got teary-eyed. I got, you, you know. Did? Yeah, I was like, that's so sweet. And just how observant that he is. This mom, you know? Right. Yeah. Really cool. All right, 6085, who are you? Who are your, Who is your animal? And describe, please go ahead. 6085, you're on. Hi, guys, this is Amy. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we can hear you. Hello. So I'm calling <laughs> about my dogs, Willie and Gracie, specifically about Gracie. And we've met with Laura before and yes, talked on, I know on a show. <laughs> I sent another picture. I, I sent it through private um, message. But they are little white multi sheepdoos. They're brother and sister, and they're the most awesome dogs. And my question today is about Gracie. And so what I don't understand is she has such a great life. She has no stress, lots of love, walks, dog park, really good diet. But for the last six months, she has been incessantly licking herself and her brother to the point where her legs are licked raw now. And I, I don't understand why she gets you know, she goes to the groomers, everything's organic and sensitive, everything they eat is really good for them, and her brother doesn't do it. So I'm wondering if this is a nervous mm. tick and if there's anything that we can do to help alleviate that. Okay, let me ask her. You know, also excessive licking can be acid reflux. Okay. So I, is she on any grain in her diet? Um, she maybe grain? occasional, occasional, like, table scraps. Hmm. Yeah, see if it's worse after table scraps, too. But let's mm. talk to her. Okay, Gracie, okay. what's going on? Why are you licking so much? It must not feel good to lick your legs raw, honey. I kind of have soreness in my legs. My legs are not as strong as they used to be. And it's really hard for me to pop up on things. Is she saying that she's sore in her legs when she goes to, like, push up? It's not her hind legs. It's her front legs when she goes to push up. That's so interesting because she's not even eight years old, and she seems very healthy when she's jumping up and walking around. She seems actually stronger than her brother, who she's older than. So mom says that you seem really strong and you're you're still so young, and she says that she, she feels like you're so strong. I guess I'm deceiving then. 
because it's really sore. And I'm worried about, Gracie, about, like, acid reflux. Are you having, like, hot liquid come up in your mouth? Is cause that one of the reasons why you're licking? I'm a little bit concerned about that. Sometimes I lick my brother because I think he's sore, too. I don't feel right. Did you pull blood on her? No, I haven't seen any blood. Um, occasionally, no, they no, have no, fire. That was that was a misunderstanding. That was a miscommunication on my part. Did you um, did you do a blood panel on her? I have not. You almost would. I mean, she's saying that she doesn't really feel right. I mean, sometimes I don't think too much about it when people are like, I don't see pain, but they talk about pain, but people don't see it because. Dogs are like, or animals are like children, and when they're young enough, they can kind of run through pain if you don't necessarily recognize it all. Although I know mm-hmm. you're super sensitive to them, I would think that maybe you would pick it up a little bit. So, um, but if, if she's licking a little bit because it's bothering her, maybe I would also see what pressure points in that area. So I, I um, uh, had to mute it. It was getting really loud. The, the noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would definitely get her get a blood panel done on her, maybe do some acupuncture on her. I don't think it's nerves, though. Although I do remember Gracie being, like, a little bit more, I think she was, like, a little one that, the one that was, like, a little bit more nervous. But I don't think it's this, that this time. Mm-hmm. So, no, so blood so panel, what else? Blood panel, maybe some acupuncture. I find blood out, pain. like, sometimes when they're licking... I mean, at first, whenever an animal is excessively licking, I first go to acid reflux because it's such a, like, a huge problem with animals. And then mm-hmm. the other thing is I go to where are they licking? And, and you know, are those points that are addressing other parts of their body? Because oftentimes when they lick their body, they're trying to stimulate certain different acupressure points. I don't know enough about the points in the body, but that's something that mm-hmm. she could either look up on the Internet or find a vet or an acupuncturist that might know. Okay. Kind of address it from there, too. Yeah. Well, try those things and uh, give us a call back. Yeah, and sometimes what happens with diet is that we think that the food is really good, but sometimes there are certain foods that are more allergic than other foods. So, like like grains, you know. For some Mm -hmm. animals, grains are fine, and for others, it's not. And it could be high-quality food to have grain in, so it cause some animals' problem, but another animal in the house, they could be just fine. Yeah. I've definitely had to experiment with that. Yeah, right? Yeah, and like you've tried even really really good foods and it's not been the right food. Yeah. Yeah, I had to change the proteins because of the allergies. Weren't we going to talk to little Fenway about something? Wait, what? We were going to talk to Fenway about something, but I forget what it was, remember? Oh, I think it was... Oh, was it the book thing? But I haven't read him the book yet, so I'm a little behind oh, schedule. That's what it was. You remember? <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to read um, Fenway a book, the boy who cried wolf story. Yeah. So I'm going to see if that helped with his barking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Next call is seven five four five seven five four five. You're on the air. And uh, tell Hi, us guys. who you are, who's your animal. Go ahead. Can you hear me? Yep, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, this is Beck. 
Um, um, I have a cat here called Rose. Um, she's black and white and fluffy, and there's pictures on the Facebook. Um, oh, yes. And she's been fighting with my other newer cat called Uriel, who's a dark tortoiseshell. And I also have a third cat, Panda, but he's not fighting. So I wanted to ask Rose, because it seems to be her instigating it the most. I want to ask what we can do to help the situation, because Uriel has been here for about maybe three or four months now, and they're still not getting along. Mm. So, yeah. And it does seem okay. to be Rose instigating it. So, And Uriel is a dark tortoiseshell. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, who's on the bed as well? Over there in the corner. I missed her at first. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, good. Kitties, though, all lying on the bed together. That's good. Um, yeah. It's fine. But, yeah. yeah. So, Rose, what's going on with your new sister? How come? Oh, Uriel knows what's going on. What's going on, Uriel? <laughs> she doesn't like me. Why doesn't she like you? Because I move too fast. I'm in her space. She says uh, she's always that. She says that Rose says Uriel's always in where Rose wants to be. Okay. Uriel says she doesn't think it's true. And she says that she just feels like she is where she is, and then Rose wants to be there because she's, like, obsessed with me. I can't even sleep without knowing that she's thinking about me. I'm like, why do you care so much? Say to her, be your own kitty. And that just makes her matter. Oh, no. Rose, honey, what do you think about that, sweetheart? There is something to that. About maybe you could lick and yawn and blink your eyes and think about yourself and your own behavior more and not worry too much about her. She says it's not that she really cares that she's living here. I just think she smells bad. She says sometimes she's sleeping and then she smells her and then she then she gets annoyed. But maybe it's, is it that she smells bad or just that she has a new scent in the house? You know, maybe that's just all it is, is that you just have to get used to the new scent. And also I feel like she takes my mom's attention away from me. She says she felt like you and her at sacred time. And now she's not so quite sure if you guys have sacred time together. Do you know oh. what she's talking about? Um, um, I don't know. I mean, I used to talk to them for a while, but then I didn't. I uh, lost my confidence with it. So um, I hadn't talked to any of them for a while, and then I started again a little bit. But I've been trying really hard to give them equal attention. So. And I, I feel like I feel like Rose is not listening to me. Like she, I feel like I'm kind of mad at her because I feel like she knows that I'm trying so hard to give equal attention, and I've told her. So maybe she can't hear me when I'm saying that. But it, mm, uh, yeah. <sighs> no, 
that she's, I think that she's hearing you. They just have different temperaments. So sort of try and think of it as a different, like, try and think of it differently as like, almost like you had children and they can hear you, but they have their own consciousness that they sort of have to break through and their own patterns and their own listening and their own way of like dealing with things. And with female cats, it's hard to have another female cat in the house. It's sort of just the way it is. It's very rare that I hear that female cats just like instantly get along. So, um, so I wonder if there's like a way, and I remember you actually about talking to them and like you were like really getting them. So yeah. I kind of let that feeling go. I think sometimes what happens is like if an animal has sort of like is feeling like a little anxiety or irritable or um, not that confident, we can kind of pick that up sometimes as like an animal being stubborn, but it's not really okay. stubborn. And then we can also maybe pick it up as like like they don't they're not really getting it from me and they're mad at me, but really that that sort of feeling is more coming from their inner struggle than it is directed towards you. Okay. Does that make does that make sense? Yeah. So like like do you feel like you're mad at her because she's starting fights? Oh no, like it was just it was just um you know, I'm not constantly mad at her. It was just when no, I think about no, it too I, hard and I can't she, Yeah. Yeah. Um so but I was I was annoyed because I was talking to her and I was telling her how much it upsets me and that I'm really trying to pay lots of attention. And then while I was talking to her, she went and attacked Uriel. So I was oh, like, oh, all right. uh, Yeah. I was like, She's not listening. But, or she's feeling like you're not listening because maybe she doesn't want Ariel to really to live in the house and so like, Hey, I've been telling you this yeah. and you're not listening. And here she is still. So, um, she says, yeah, that's right. And when my mom was saying that, I was like, mom, you don't understand. This is like really hard for me. This cat is not what I wanted. And I know that you're trying really hard, but I get frustrated because I don't know how to deal with her. She's just sort of always there. So what we sort of need to do is sort of get Rose's attention away from Muriel. So like, like kind of think of it as like, what can we get her to do? Like maybe like, cause they're only indoor cats, right? Um, yeah. I've been taking them out on the harness though, in the little backyard every now and then. Mm-hmm. So Mm. But maybe yeah. maybe what I would do is take Rose out more, and like okay. give Rose like just something else to think about, and then when you come okay. in, like say to her, think about things that you were outside that you saw outside, and broaden her world a little bit, because it's almost like you're kind of having like cabin fever. You're all inside, and then you're stuck inside with somebody you're not really liking, and you know, like even if you're in the other room, yeah. you're still thinking, oh my god, they're in that other room, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. And so she's getting like that to sort of broaden her horizons. And, like, you could even play music and just kind of get her to think about different things. But, Rose, this is the deal, okay? Uriel is there to stay, and Uriel doesn't seem like she thinks you're a problem. So you're not, like, having, like, a conflict going both ways. The conflict is only one way. 
And so then you're going to have to sort of see if you can, if you can sort of open yourself up to having another friend or at least tolerating because it really means something to your mom. And it's really special that you could save another life and to rescue another kitty. It's really, really important that you help out kitties that way. And so your mom's going to try and take you out more. Is there anything else that you would like? Mom heard you about the sacred time, and so maybe what she can do is talk to you a little bit more and take you outside more. But, but moms are trying really hard to talk to you, and not everyone does that. You could be getting sprayed by water every time you go after her or getting, like, sh- like a can shaken at you, you know, like things, other things could be going on. So your mom's trying really hard to communicate. You're going to have to do your part. She says she thinks what would be fun is to have a plant that she could help grow. She says maybe that you guys could get a plant in the house and we can meditate and pray on the plant to get it to grow. That's kind of sweet. Okay. I've been thinking about getting a plant, so there you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you? Yeah. Wow. So that's what she's thinking about. That's so weird. Hey, awesome. so, well. I know. What we, I want to know which came first. Was your mom thinking about getting a plant first, or were you thinking, were you, have you been trying to, I've been trying to tell my mom that. Because I'm like, that could be our sacred time. So she's been trying to tell you that, and so you've been picking okay. it up. You, just didn't, you didn't know it was her. Yeah. How cool is that? I love can that. You, um, can you ask Uriel if she likes her new name? Because I gave it to her. And if she doesn't yeah, like it, then... I like everything about this home. I really <laughs> like my game. One day I'm going to jump over Rose and she's not going to care. I just know. <laughs> How old is she? Um, Uriel, <sighs> she's like two. Rose is like but Uriel acts oh, like a kitten. She's very active. Oh, no wonder why she wants to <laughs> jump over her. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling back. Yes, yeah. Thank you so much for your help. It really helps me. Yeah. Sure. Oh, so Trust in yourself. Believe in yourself, Beck. Yeah. She's doing it. Like some, sometimes we think that, like, if we really could talk to them, their behaviors would, like, just change. Mm-hmm. Right? But, like, doesn't always happen. I mean, because they have free will. So So don't don't discredit your abilities to talk to them because their behavior doesn't change right away. Yeah. That's one thing that people always think about me. They're like, oh, she's a pet psychic, so she must be all-knowing. She must know everything that has ever happened to my animal in this lifetime. And she should be able to pick it up in an instant. And also she should be able to change every single behavior. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, that's so much pressure on me. Like, how could that possibly be true? Yeah, and, I mean, you're, yeah. you're sure you're a pet psychic, but you're, like, a translator. I know, right. But they, you know? people think I should be, like, all-knowing. I should like know, like, I should never have to ask a question. Like, you can see into the future and stuff. Yeah, and I should be able to see, like, every event, how it happened, and, like, in their animals' lives and in their lives. <laughs> like, right. Like, because, like, you know, there are, I'm sure there are other pet psychics that have that ability, but everyone's, like, gift comes differently, right? There's no way. 
Well, I mean, maybe there is somebody that could see everything. If there, if I could see everything that's ever happened with an animal and change a behavior instantly, please. Oh, I don't think you could you could change the in, the behavior instantly. But I'm saying there are like clairvoyants or psychics that can you know look into the past or into the future. Yeah, like they have that that's ability. That's true. true, but I don't know if they can see everything. I mean, I have that yeah. ability to some extent, but I can't see everything. Mm-hmm. You know, or like we might see bits and pieces, but we all are like we all have to. It all comes through our own filter. So I don't know if there's anybody that can see everything. If there yeah. was, there was like imagine all those crimes that would be solved. You know, you just need a psychic. Yeah. Well, and then the whole behavior changing thing. There's no one who could do that because that takes work. You know, that's that's not. There's no magic <laughs> trick for changing I, something. That's true, though. They talk about the Dalai Lama, about how people just feel, like, really calm in his presence. And then, like, I've read books on, like, spiritual, you know, like, gurus and stuff where people feel like their bad behaviors just, like, melt away when they're in the presence of that. And sometimes they'll never come back because their consciousness has just been elevated. Mm-hmm. I think, like, wow, wouldn't that be cool if I was like that? Mm-hmm. But I think that would take a lot of meditating. Yeah. And I... And I'd be, like, juice fasting for, like, a year. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, the way I see you is that, you know, you're a translator and you're also, you know, like, you're just doing basically family therapy just now, you know? Yeah, right. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go to our next call, which is 1603-1603. You are on. Tell us who is your animal and what is your name and describe your animal. Hi, my name's Linda, and my dog is Grisman. He's 15 years, 15 and a half, and she's talked to him before. And I'm wondering if he's ready to cross over soon. Oh, that's a tough one. What does he look like? Remind me what he looks like. He's he's in a picture on your Facebook under Lynn Thompson. Oh, yes. And is he the one on the, oh, he's the one on the left. Okay. Oh, he's so cute. He looks a little, like, stormy. Yeah. Um, and you want to know if he's ready to cross? Okay. Yeah. Grisman, this is a hard question. What are you thinking, buddy? I feel like my mom will know in her heart at exactly the right time. He says, recently I kind of go back and forth. And some days I feel like I'm ready. And some days I feel like not yet. He says, some days he really wants a pie. Like a really yummy pie. Do you know what that is? Like, like apple pie or something? Do you know what that would be? No, he's never even had pie. It looks like an apple pie or like a chicken pot pie or something like that. Well, I could see a chicken pot. Do, do you eat chicken pot pie? I have. Oh, maybe it's that then. How funny. You must, like, enjoy the smell of it and stuff if you cook it. Maybe when it's time for you to go, Mom will make you a chicken pot pie, honey. You'd like that before you go? 
Yeah, I really want that. So interesting. Okay. What else, buddy? You want to have a question and answer session with your mom? That's what you're doing right now, bud. Do you have questions for your mom? I want to know if she's going to be okay. <laughs> Probably not. He wants, he, wants you, he wants to know if you're going to be able to be with him when he goes. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, mom will definitely be with you. But no mom is okay when their doggy goes, honey. It's so hard, you know, and it's like afterwards when you come back and you can touch us that we start to feel better. It's really hard at first because we miss your cute little bods, you know. He wants to have an angelic party before he goes. What's an angelic party, honey? It's when you light candles and call in your loved ones. And you kind of do it with sweet music in the background. Do you know what he's talking about? Um, I, I could try that. I've never done Have it you, before. Do you, do you, are you Catholic by any chance? No. It reminded me of like a church, actually. Like, you know how they have those candles and then there's like the... The music in the background. It sounded very, like, religious almost. What is that, honey? What do you mean? It's just beautiful sounds and candles. I really want that. I wonder if you're... Do you know, does your vet have, like, a special room with that? No, he doesn't. But I, I've i got pretty music that I can play for him and candles. Oh, good. Okay, Mom's going to do that for you, honey. He says, Mom, when I'm ready to go, he says he won't be able to stop staring at you and he'll put his head down a lot. It feels like when it's close, he just needs you and him to sort of be sort of like to kind of um, like say your goodbyes and sort of make a, like almost have like a little party for him before he goes. Okay. He's uh I really pretty, want that and eat bacon. Eat bacon. I don't even eat bacon. <laughs> oh, make bacon. Oh my gosh. Well, um, whatever kind of you eat turkey bacon, maybe that's what you want. I do. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you want. He I want him to come back to me and another dog. Don't we all? Hunter's <laughs> maybe he wouldn't know that yet. And it's too much pressure, Lynn, to put on them. Because you have to let him get to the other side and see what's best for him. And what's yeah. best for him to come back. It's it's they don't know that really yet. Like sometimes they all they want to come back, but then when they get to the other side, it's so peaceful and they have the feeling of being with us that they don't necessarily um can come back, you know, or wanna come back. So that's a question for him after he's been gone a couple of months. I'd be happy with a fragment of him. Yeah. All yeah, right, little guy. Your mom. Yeah, Lynn, you'll be in our prayers okay, for sure. Thank you. thank you so much, and definitely call us back. 
to check in with him once he gets to the other side. Sweet little guy. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking that I could read to you guys what what Serafina said about ghosts because a lot of people have shared it on the Facebook page. And so I thought it would be really kind of neat to explain for Halloween. Okay, cool. Care? This will be our little, okay. instead of our regular words of wisdom, we'll do a little Serafina's words. We'll do Serafina's words of wisdom. And Serafina mm-hmm. is my gray cat. And um, she was named after the good witch from the Golden Compass series. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is Serafina on ghosts. I asked my cat Serafina what she wants to say about ghosts. She replies, ghosts are real. Some people and animals get trapped and then they haunt you and suck your energy so that they can feel better. It's not scary. It's just the way it is. When you see or feel a ghost, imagine golden light streaming from your heart center, creating an oval boundary around you. My mom also has spiritual wolves that chase the ghosts away. Sometimes ghosts need help. You can help them by directing them to ancestors they may have loved who are in heaven. Angels and loved ones that have passed over are different than ghosts. Ghosts are troubled in some way. You should know the difference so you can always feel vibrant. Some ghosts may may make you eat junk food, drink alcohol, or say or do things you normally would not do. It's important to be in control of your thoughts and actions. I was named after a good witch, so I have extra powers in sending ghosts away. Don't make friends of ghosts. Angels, yes, but ghosts, no. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Thank you, Serafina. That was really, I learned a lot. I know, right? Yeah. So super smart, my little Serafina. Yeah, I didn't know about all that. Um, I just wanted to mention people were asking about your doctor's episode, so I looked it up, and there is a – I put a link in our chat room, and I will put it up on the website later or on our Facebook later, but you were on the doctor's show, right? Yeah, so did did you find a link to to that? I did. I found it on the episodes. I haven't watched it yet, so we have no idea what's on there. Yeah, we have no idea what it's like, you guys, but it aired already. It aired today. So some people saw it at 9, some people saw it at 11. So I'm really mm-hmm. excited if there's a link to it on. And there's shoot, there's other pet psychics they interviewed, too, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Yeah, well, we'll check it out. And um, I have a link yeah. to it, so I'll send it to you so we can post it. Uh, okay, well... Tune in to the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. Until then, you can go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication as well as private consultations with Laura. And go to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. We'll have some info posted there. And if you're not following us on Twitter, uh, please do so at the Pet Psychic. And we'll see you all next week. And thank you so much for listening to our show and being involved. That's right. We love all you listeners. Yeah. So much fun. Thank you. Bye. Talk to animals. Talk to animals.